everybody. It's Nick the American. How the hell are you doing? Another episode. So let's get into it. So this past weekend, um, I told you I'm a boxing Colt fan. We had David Benavidez versus Caleb Plant, and I had a bunch of people over at my house. My wife was out of town. I had the guys over. And boxing, when it is right, when you get the best versus the best fighting each other, you have a special sport. You have a special sport. Caleb Plant did what he was supposed to do early in the fight, used his 22-foot ring, held like hell to try to keep the Mexican monster off of him. But even though on one judge's scorecard he had won the first five rounds, which I don't know how the fuck he did that, he did not do that. He ended up getting pummeled the last six or seven rounds of the fight. And if you are a sport fan, I don't give a fuck if you if tennis is your sport, football is your sport, badminton's your sport, soccer, it doesn't matter. If you are a sport fan, David Benavides, El Bandera Roja, the red flag, baby, the Mexican monster, as Mike Tyson calls him, he is must-see TV. The last six rounds of that fight, he absolutely pummeled Caleb Plant. Percentage plan 78 of 553 for a 14% connect percentage. He also rose to the occasion. Down the stretch we and go. And at my house, I had not been this intense for a fight in a long time. I actually had to think about when Oscar De La Hoya fought Fernando Vargas. I was super nervous for that fight. Oscar couldn't lose to Fernando. He just couldn't do it. Right, I'd spent my entire life rooting for Oscar De La Hoya. This was a fight for his legacy. He had to win. Same thing with David Benavides. Um, he had to win this fight. He absolutely had to beat Caleb Plant if he's going to go where he wants to go. And beat him, he did. Trying to knock out a guy like Caleb Plant who does not want to be knocked out in a 22-foot ring, who's going to hit you low, who's going to hold you like hell, Stand up, David Benavidez. You are the fighter, the official fighter of Nick the American. And you proved it on Saturday night. What a great event. When the best fight the best, boxing is a special sport. It's a special sport. And Saturday night was a special event. So we've got another one coming up. Gervonta Davis, Tank Davis, is going to fight Ryan Garcia April 22nd, I believe. That's another great event you cannot miss. But, hey, stand up, David Benavidez. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. You beat the shit out of Caleb Plant. And now, are we on to Canelo? I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, next time David Benavidez fights, you can be sure as hell I will let you know. And you get your buddies together. You get your girlfriends together. You get whoever together. And you watch the Mexican monster go to war because that's exactly what he does. All right. What are we going to talk about? What should we talk about? How about we talk about conspiracy theories? Wonderful conspiracy theories and how dangerous they potentially can become. They've kind of infected our society a little bit. 
We've got the internet, we've got social media, and you can basically say anything and you have a ton of people who will follow you. Conspiracy theories kind of remind me of when I was young. I don't know how old I was. I'm not sure exactly when this movie came out, but Oliver Stone, the movie director, came out with a movie called JFK. A very good movie. Kevin Costner was in it. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. It, it was it was a, a fun movie. And as a young person, I watched this movie and my takeaway was, oh my God, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone? Really? Our own government might have had something to do with the assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy? I, I, my mind was boggled. I thought, how can an American president be murdered and our government not do everything in its power to find out who was responsible? That was my takeaway. Oliver Stone's takeaway from the movie was that there was something more than just Lee Harvey Oswald killing Kennedy, that our own government had something to do with it. There was a cover-up involved. And I watched that movie, and, and I was perplexed. And I'll never forget, my mom gave me some very, very powerful advice as a young lad. Because I had totally bought in to Oliver Stone's version of events. He was trying to make you think, um, but he was also peddling a conspiracy theory, one that millions of Americans hold to this day. And so my mom, she sat me down and she said, Nikki, let's suppose Oliver Stone's version of events was correct and the United States government had something to do with the cover up or the killing of John F. Kennedy. Let's say that was true. She said, Nikki, how many people would have to be involved in that cover-up? You have a conspiracy theory that the government was involved in this, but then you have a whole nother conspiracy theory wrapped around the cover-up. And her, her basic question to me was, you can't keep a secret. How the hell do you keep that kind of secret unless... Two people know it and one of them are dead. My mom said, how many people do you think it would take for the government to cover up a killing of an American president? How many people would it take in the aftermath to keep it quiet? Could you keep that many people quiet? And so my mom said to me, it's a good rule of thumb when you're presented with a conspiracy theory. It's just a good way to go about things. Ask yourself some difficult questions, or they're not even that fucking difficult to ask yourself. Ask yourself, how many people would it take to cover up that conspiracy theory? And when you ask yourself that question, you realize, shit, you can't keep anything a secret. If that many people have to know about something and have to keep it quiet, how do you keep them quiet? It's not possible. So looking at the JFK assassination, do you really think the government, individuals, 
could keep that quiet forever without something coming out? The answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. Let's let's switch gears here for a second. What about the moon landing? How many Americans in this country think or are seduced by the idea that we never landed on the moon, that the moon landing was faked? Well, just like my mom told me when I was young with the movie JFK, how many people would have to be in on that cover-up to fake the moon landing? How many people at NASA would you need a film crew? Are we talking 50 people involved in a cover-up? Are we talking 25? Are we talking 500? Do 1,000 people have to know to pull off a fake moon landing? That's an interesting question. Ask yourself that question when you're posed with a crazy-ass conspiracy. Conspiracy theories are running rampant in this country. And it's time that they stopped or it's time that people, before they blurt shit out, they do some investigative work and they really try to dive deep into, is there truth to this or not? And and a good way to do that is to ask yourself, how many people have to know to make this a reality, to, to make this true and if the answer is more than two people you probably got a, a, an issue i mean look at the trump white house when when he was in office trying to find his leakers everybody in his white house was writing a book saying something off the record to a reporter you can't keep anything a fucking secret yet we kept the moon landing a secret the assassination of jfk a secret um look at Look at the Obama birther thing. Barack Obama was born in 1961. His birth was published in like the Honolulu Times in 1961. Barack Hussein Obama. How many people would have to be involved over the course of time to cover up Obama not being an American citizen? And what's awful about it is I've seen polls, four in 10 Republicans actually believe that Obama is not an American. Come on now. You can't cover that shit up. Let's look at a couple, let's look at another conspiracy theory that is really harmful. School shootings. Everybody familiar with Alex fucking Jones, that piece of shit from InfoWars, who literally makes up conspiracy theories for profit. I don't give a damn. Just give me Patriots. Get the New World Order off my back. Stop the drag queen story time. Stop men competing in women's sports to control our borders. We want you, MTG. He is an influencer to the umpteenth degree. What he says is the Bible for a lot of people. He lies to you on a regular basis, comes up with the craziest shit possible so he can sell tactical gear online millions and millions and millions of dollars of tactical gear. Think about it. If Parkland, the Parkland shooting and Sandy Hook, what do we lose? 17 at Parkland and like 26 people, young ones, really young kids. 
in Sandy Hook. It was a false flag. The shootings didn't happen. How many people would have to be involved? Think about it. All of the dead or the fake dead, the parents, you're talking hundreds of people have to be involved for that to be fake. It just couldn't happen. It's not American to jump up and say, hey, this school shooting was fake. And we'll talk about school shootings. I'm, I, that's a whole nother topic. We will definitely get into school shootings and what we, how we feel about them, how we could prevent them. Um, will gun legislation help or do nothing? We'll get into that. But you would think someone like Alex Jones, if they were burned, and, and I think he owes like $2 billion to the families, if they were burned that badly with a gross conspiracy theory that they peddled, you think that they would stand up and become the poster child for, hey, be careful. Don't believe everything you hear. Don't be like me. This was a dangerous conspiracy theory that I peddled, and I'm sorry. Alex Jones should spend a lifetime apologizing to these families. He should become a champion for anti-conspiracy theory, right? He's an influencer, and he affects a lot of people. You know who else he affected? Georgia Congresswoman Machine Gun Taylor Green. Machine Gun Taylor Green echoed his sentiments. She said it was all true. Parkland, Sandy Hook, these were false flags, according to the Congresswoman Machine Gun Taylor Green. What kind of evidence did she see for her to repeat the kind of bullshit conspiracy theory that these were fake, that these were false flags. I would love to sit down and talk with her, look her eye to eye. What did you see that made you want to repeat this kind of bullshit? Let's think about this for a second. I want to take, imagine, all right, the reddest of red Republicans out there. You're listening right now. You love MAGA. You are the hardest core Republican ever. You get a call. You're at work. And you get a call that your seven-year-old's been shot six times by an AR-15 at school. There's 26 kids dead. You're devastated, obviously, right? Just try to put yourself in that mind frame. It's impossible, but try You go to the school, you hug your wife, you're with a bunch of other parents who are going through the same anguish and ordeal that you are. It's just absolutely devastating. Maybe all, all the news cameras are there. You give a press conference. You're standing up there with other parents. And you've got to figure out over the next couple of weeks all the logistics and burying your little kid. Okay. And you go home and you either see on the news or you read on the internet that Alex Jones 
is saying that you're an actor. Marjorie Taylor Greene is endorsing Alex Jones and his conspiracy theory that you're a false flag, that you either didn't have a child or they're not dead. It's just complete bullshit. Can you imagine you're going through the pain that you're going through and big time influencers in this country, Alex Jones at InfoWars, Machine Gun, Taylor Green, a congresswoman from Georgia, and she wasn't quite a congressman yet when she was peddling this. She was running. It was 2019. How would you feel? You're a red Republican. It doesn't fucking matter who said it. Red, blue, in the middle, it doesn't matter. How would you feel about that person? What would you want to do to Alex Jones or Machine Gun Taylor Green? If you listened to their bullshit, if you listened to them tell their millions of followers that you're fake, this was this was this was nothing more than a, a studio production. What would you want to do to them? I can only think about violence, right? And and, and that's not that's not right. But you would want to mangle them. You would want to just I mean, you would want to fight Alex Jones. You'd want to get some big buff chick and have her beat the shit out of machine gun Taylor Green. That would be the American thing to do. You'd be devastated. You'd want to sit and look them in the eye and say, what the fuck is the matter with you? What the fuck is the matter with you? Alex Jones, Marjorie Taylor Green. What is the matter? What kind of evidence did you see where you could repeat and try to influence the people that follow you that these school shootings were false? They were faked. And again, how many people ask yourself this question with any conspiracy theory? How many people would have to know? You know, sometimes saying I'm sorry, it's a good step, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Do you know that, let's see here, what's her name? Um, Linda Shulman. Linda Shulman. She lost a 17-year-old. She was a parent of Parkland. She got Marjorie Taylor Greene on the phone. Marjorie didn't call her. Machine Gun Taylor Greene didn't call Linda, she got Representative Taylor Green on the phone and she point blank asked her, do you think I'm fake? And what do you think Machine Gun Taylor Green said? She said, no, I don't think you are. I'm not sure that Marjorie apologized for this, but she should have. And she should have gone way further. To me, I'm not sure you can ever apologize when you've done something, when you've said something so hurtful and so awful. But in our society, we have to be forgiving at times and we have to allow people to evolve and to change their positions and to make right. 
And I'm asking Alex Jones and Machine Gun Taylor Green. You guys should become the poster child for how dangerous conspiracy theories can be. You guys got bit by the conspiracy theory bug. You look like total assholes. You look anti-American. That's not how we fucking operate. But in this awfulness that you guys have helped create, there's an opportunity. You should be standing up with those families and saying, I will apologize a thousand times over and over and over and over. And then I'm going to act. I'm going to stand with these families. I'm going to let people know how dangerous conspiracy theories can be. Look at me. I bit on one. I got the hook in my mouth. I look like a dumbass. But let me serve as an example for the rest of you. Don't go down this rabbit hole. And we know Machine Gun Taylor Green and Alex Jones probably won't do that. They go down this rabbit hole all the time, whether it's QAnon or, or, or whatever. They have an opportunity to stand up and let the American people know that this shit shouldn't be tolerated. We had people going to these kids' graves because someone like Alex Jones said it was fake. They didn't believe these kids were actually buried. You have an opportunity, Alex Jones. You have an opportunity, Machine Gun Taylor Green. I'm not asking you to become a Democrat. Stand up and become a face for how awful conspiracy theories can be. Look what you did to these families. You didn't help them heal. You just opened the wound even more. And again, if you were a parent, a Republican parent, a Democratic parent, it doesn't matter if you were an American parent and your kid got their head blown off. And then someone running for Congress or someone with millions of influencers on the internet said you were nothing more than an actor and your kid never died. How would you react? Let me tell you something. As a liberal Democrat, if someone ever, ever says something like that in my party, I want them gone. I want them gone. Now, I don't believe that Machine Gun Taylor Green should be removed from Congress because of her wacky views. That's for her district to decide. But maybe her district in Georgia should look at her twice, a third time, a fourth time. Maybe Machine Gun Taylor Green should stand up and apologize over and over and over again and stand with these families and figure out a way to help. Right or wrong. Society has to be forgiving at times, but it starts with an apology and then you have to act because if you don't act in, in a case like this, an apology is not good enough. We have to be better than that. So conspiracy theories, please, people, ask yourself a simple question. How many people need to be involved? 
to cover this fucking thing up. And if the question, if the answer is more than two, then you've got a sketchy conspiracy theory right from the jump because you can't keep secrets. People write books. People talk. It's worth too much money to talk. If someone actually had evidence that the moon landing was faked, holy moly, you're worth millions right there. Everyone would want to hear your story. If you took part in a cover-up of Sandy Hook, if it was fake or Parkland, my goodness. What a bombshell that would be, but it doesn't exist because the cover-up is harder than the fuck. It's just, you can't do it. Come on, Alex Jones. Come on, Machine Gun Taylor Green. You apologize, and then you should act. Help change this country for the better. And you can do so not by becoming a liberal. Not by just listening to me. Do what's right. Be an American. All right. Conspiracy theories. You obviously know how I feel about those. Be careful. Be careful. Next order of business. Does anybody know a man by the name of Robert Byrd? No, not the boxing referee. Nobody knows who that is. Robert Byrd was a senator from the state of West Virginia. He was born in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. And for 51 years, he served in the United States Senate from the state of West Virginia. Mountaineer state, baby. He is the longest serving U.S. Senator in United States history. And he has one ugly fucking past. Robert Byrd was a part of the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK, Democratic Senator from West Virginia. Many, many years he served as a recruiter. He was skillful. He was ignorant. He went around and, and formed chapters in the KKK. I don't know if he was a grand wizard, but he got pretty damn high up. Do you think him saying sorry for what he believed and what he did would have been good enough? Just like Machine Gun Taylor Green or Alex Jones just simply saying, sorry, uh, you know, uh, Sandy Hook isn't, fall isn't false. I, I apologize. Let's move on. It takes more than an apology. Robert Byrd, the last 30 years in the United States Senate, spent his entire life trying to champion civil rights in this country. He wasn't perfect. He was damn right, downright awful, a disgusting human for portions of his life. But he evolved. He began to change. He learned what he thought he knew was wrong. Black people were just as human as white people. Robert Byrd gave an early endorsement to the candidacy of Barack Obama. Robert Byrd possessed that quintessential American quality, and that is a capacity to change.
if Robert Byrd can change over time, we all can change. The NAACP called him a champion for civil rights. A former KKK member, a champion for civil rights. Robert Byrd said, I've apologized a thousand times for my views, and I will gladly apologize over and over again. But Robert Byrd didn't just apologize. He was a champion for African-American causes. When you got the NAACP that endorses you and you're a former KKK member, you've really come full fucking circle, right? Just an amazing transformation. When they were, we were trying to make Martin Luther King Day a holiday and it had to, to pass the United States Senate. Robert Byrd said, I am the only senator in this chamber that has to vote for this bill. I have to. He knew what he had done was awful. Absolutely reprehensible. And he spent a lifetime in the Senate trying to right a wrong. We need more people like Robert Byrd. We don't need people from the KKK. But if Robert Byrd can change, and it doesn't happen overnight, Machine Gun Taylor Green and Alex Jones, you can't fix what you fucking did overnight. And neither could Robert Byrd. But you can fix it. It is possible. If you have the want to. You've got to say sorry. You've got to mean it. You've got to say it over and over again. And then you have to act like Robert Byrd. Reminds me of Rocky IV. Knockout, drag out fight. Rocky Balboa goes to Moscow to fight Ivan Drago. And in the ring in the post-fight aftermath. You know I seen a lot of change in the night. About the way eyes feels about you and yous feels about me. If I can change and you can change, we all can change. Well said, Rocky Balboa. If Robert Byrd can change. And Rocky Balboa can change. And Yvonne Drago can change. We all can change. Right? If Robert Byrd can go from a KKK member to a champion of civil rights. If Robert Byrd can change. Marjorie Taylor Greene can change too. Alex Jones can change too. If Yvonne Drago and Rocky can change. If Mikhail Gorbachev, Mikhail Gorbachev can change, we can change. If David Benavides and Caleb Plant can hate each other for five fucking years and then go to war with each other and then hug it out and become buds afterwards, if they can change, 
We all can change. We all can change. Take a look at yourself. Be a better person. Alex Jones, Machine Gun Taylor Green, take a step in the right direction. Be an example. Be a Robert Byrd. We all can be better. We all can change. Be careful of conspiracy theories. But more important, we have to allow for people like Alex and Machine Gun Taylor to change. Are you willing? Are you willing to change? That's all I've got for you today. I love you. And let's all together, Republicans, Democrats, Whigs, on the count of three, one, two, three, go fuck yourself. Don't take yourself that serious and improve as people. Talk to you later, folks. Bye.